Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? A total conversation with Laura Sericol from NerdReactor.com. Hey everyone, this is Andy with the Total Podcast, and you're here for another episode of Total Conversations. Uh, I'm here with. Uh, hey, this is Ronald. We are here at Pie and Burger in Pasadena, California. They're not sponsoring us. We just, we just I mean, like they, them. Literally, the, the title has everything I want in life: pies and burgers. Yes. So it makes me pretty happy. We're here with uh, a very, very, very cool guest. Uh, we're here with Laura Syracool. Am I saying that right? Yes. Awesome. Yes. And she's the managing editor for Nerd Reactor, among a plethora of other things that she does. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Just really a lot of recaps and TV shows to update on. And I'm just upset that you still haven't seen the finale to talk about Doctor Who. So for anybody who's curious, uh, <laughs> that is the hot topic right now. I am a failure at nerd. So uh, because of various outside influences, I am not completely caught up on Doctor Who. And right now, uh, the two kind of people sitting across from me are uh, scolding me with their gaze because of how bad I am. I'm not completely caught up. I'm almost halfway caught up. It was up. amazing. I'm pointing my sonic screwdriver at you, trying to like <laughs> push your brain into Every, Everybody is super mad at me, so that's my fault. It's what I get. Uh, I'm going to go home and probably end up binging the rest of it tonight. And then I'll be able to call you guys, this re-record! Yeah, you have to do it. And then just write back to me later saying like, okay, you were right. You were so right. So it good. was amazing. <laughs> so, um, so people know us from various episodes of this. Uh, Nerd Reactor, you are the managing editor. Yes, um, so I make sure all the writers uh, keep up with their writing and I make sure we have like just t- the topics are assigned to people and also I make I just make sure we have everything in order and I work with studios too to, to try to get more material. Wow. So. And, and for anybody who hasn't been on the site, they cover... What's the word I'm looking for? Everything? Everything geek and pop culture. Yes, so everything geek, geek and pop culture. Geek life and everything. I mean, this, this Nowadays, is... Nowadays, geek culture is becoming pop culture. Pretty much, yeah. Geek life is just life in general now. Yeah. It's like every day you see it. Like Marvel, Star Wars, and Target, everywhere. It's I mean, like... Right now, you're wearing a Wesley uniform from Star Trek. Yes. Generation. Which would just get by normally as a cool sweater. Yeah. But anybody with a keen eye will be like... That's a crusher sweater right there. So far, I have no one outside my like Star 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 Trek world. Has no one noticed. has has noticed. Okay. <laughs> and like anytime I wear a Doctor Who shirt or anything similar, I get like looks. If I wear a Star Wars like like a subtle Star Wars, I get like looks like, hey, cool. <laughs> no one has said anything Nobody's about said, this. It's pretty specific. Like, Shut up, Wesley. I, I, that's what I wanted to say to you as soon as I saw you walk in. <laughs> it would have been very impolite the first time we met. It's like, Hello. Shut up, Wesley. Hello. I'm so sorry. I- I'm leaving now. <laughs> so, uh, so the reactor, I mean, um, you guys have everything from blogs to articles. Uh, podcasts, uh, yeah, videos. Um, videos. Yeah, we're a video team. We have a podcast team. Um, we have our writing staff, and then um, we have hosts and random like. So, how big is the the group at this point? I mean, how many how many people are you guys operating with? Um, we have a few. We have um, we have main writers and contributing writers, um, and then we have freelance writers who come in. Um, so we have about like total of writers, maybe about twenty writers. Um, but they're mostly freelance or they contributing. And then we have our video team in Atlanta, and then we have a video team in, L- in L.A. Wow. 
I'm we glad just, I, feel, to, I feel like such a podunk operation now. Are, are they there to uh, stop the apocalypse, the zombie apocalypse? The Atlanta ones out? are, yeah. The Atlanta, because that's where The Walking Dead happens. Except now we have L.A., The Walking Dead in that's L.A. That's right. Fear yeah, The we, Walking we Dead. We kind of have L.A. Not a lot of you know, I've, like, I've forgotten about that show. <laughs> I'm already, yeah, you know what? I, I dug it. I was actually a big fan of it. I love when oh. you store cases and stuff like that. But yeah. I was already kind of over it by the time it was... Well, there's, there's no likable characters. Yeah, there was nobody to attack. Yeah. There was no Daryl. Everyone's dumb. Yeah. The only one kid that they like, Trevor, he, he just disappeared within after the third episode. Who that kid who knew. Oh, He's the, the kid, kid who, the kid he had the knife. He goes, I need to get the knife. They're coming back from the dead, all this stuff. And then they see him at the school. He goes, I'm going, I'm leaving now. And then we never see him ever again. And he's like one of the smartest characters that people actually liked. Yeah, yeah. Because you know what? That's what's going to happen, though. In the, in the real zombie podcast, too, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, nerds are going to be like, we've been preparing our whole lives for this. You know exactly what to do. And nobody's going to listen to us. <laughs> because no. they're a nerd. Because they're nerds. It's like, yo, guys, it's not zombies, please. It's like, people are just coming back from the dead and we have to shoot them in the hip. They're not zombies. It's like, just use the word. No, and the- it's like, it be logical. It's like, like they tell you, be logical. It's like, but it is zombies. This is as logical as we can get right now. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's it, it's one of those shows where, where I, I mean, again, I, I dug it, but there was just a lot of fans that just really didn't feel attached to the show. Yeah. I mean, why do you think that is? Um, I was assigned to the show, so I, be, I had to write the recaps and reviews, and I got the shows um, to watch. Um, I just feel like like there's a disconnect because a lot of people thought it was too, so slow, but the zombie apocalypse is going to happen slowly. No one's going to know what it is, and no one knows what the zombies are. So it was really slow, and all the characters are kind of stupid in the beginning because they're like, oh, what is this? Let's do this on survival mode. So there's no really like a, a likable character where it's like, I'm the badass who's going to save the day. Because everyone else is kind of like, what the f*** is going on? I mean, they don't know what they're doing. So it's kind of like, okay, I hate you. There was yeah. one guy that seemed like he knew what was going on. He's already prepared. He's the guy in a Daniel? suit oh. that met um, the, the junkie son yeah. inside the prison. I forgot his name. He was such a cool like, character. Yeah. Charles or something? Yeah, I, remember. Like, what's, I don't what's think he's he prepared. About? I just think he's one of those people. And that's the best part of, about shows like this. It's, it's less about the zombies, more about the character. Mm-hmm. And you get to analyze his character. So you got somebody who was... Who was Manipulative in the real world is going to be manipulative in the, in the apocalypse, and that's what this guy was. He didn't. He's not that he knew what's going down. He wasn't there, or he wasn't, you know, like the, you know, some army ranger who had it all figured out. You know, no, this guy was just somebody who knew who are the people I can take advantage of to keep me alive. It's basically survival skills, like yeah, his instincts. Yeah. Like I need to survive, so I'm going to use this people, these people, and this, this and that. So. I mean, hopefully we'll see him. Have you guys been watching the airplane, the flight? Yeah, I, I think I stopped at episode six because I didn't know that there were more episodes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't actually realize what was going on. I, I, I remember it was told to me, like, oh, no, it's actually it's a continuation of fear. It's actually going to connect them, and one of the characters mm-hmm. is going to be coming out. Yeah. And, um, I can't, again, yeah, I'm, I'm one of those people I lost track of it. Because, you know, in, in fear, fear of the Walking Dead, they do see an airplane fly, fly overhead. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the airplane that this thing is taking place in. But with these webisodes, I mean, honestly, like they're they're a minute or two each. A minute each. So it's, yeah. it's hard to slug through them. But it, it is pretty cool. It's about a kid, mm-hmm. especially when there's a 45 second ad between each minute. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> right? Sometimes there's three of them. But 
it's about this high school kid, college kid, and it looks like he knows what's going on. No, the girl knows what's going on. Okay. The girl and the guy. Yeah. The Asian girl um, and the, the kid. The kid that was kid. on the phone with his mom. Yeah. Disconnected. They both knew, knew what was going on. So they, they, they should have had them in the regular show. That way well, we have that's the idea, right? People. Somebody from that plane is going to I really hope it's the Asian girl. She seems smart. Like, she was just like, get get away from that body. Mm-hmm. Put it away. And everyone's trying to push her back. And How she's like, she no. Because she's smart. Yeah, she's a nurse. <laughs> you watch Shaun of the Dead, okay? You watch Shaun of the Dead, you pretty much okay. figured it out. That's true. And she probably studied biology. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't... So, so yeah, just look at her. I was pretty apologetic Asian. for a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the cast because they would do stupid stuff. I'd be like, guys, come on, give them a break. They don't know the zombie class. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, I was just like, okay, I'm they are dumb. They are dumb. I'm out of excuses. Some of these people are doing some stuff. So <laughs> it's just. And then of course, our biggest complaint. We were talking. Uh, we had a conversation with uh, people from uh, the pros and cons. It's uh, another great blog site mm-hmm. and uh, friends of the show. And they were they were just. She made the. the one of their writers made the point is like these are just the most teenagery teenagers that have ever teenaged. Like, these guys were just the most annoying kids ever. Who's like I don't care if people are dying left through. I want to see my boyfriend. Like shut up. Okay. They're the Carls. All of them were the beginning when yeah. Carl, but when Carl just first started, they're all Carls. Or are they more like Sam, uh, the little kid on The Walking Dead right now? Oh, he's oh, he, oh, oh he, my goodness. Oh, no. oh, you haven't just, seen it to that he point. He just doesn't. Not to that point. Oh my gosh, you haven't finished that either. <laughs> I know. I'm so oh. sorry. Uh, but Ron's a new Carl. Here's, here's, my, here's, my, here's my third card. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, you have, and that's the thing. It's not, it's, it's, it's not even to you, but the thing is, uh, I love the fact that everybody thinks they wouldn't be in that position. Yeah. What would we really not? Well, with Sam, it's different. Well, no, yeah, I, I just want him to die. He's, he just doesn't, he's just like, in, um, what's that, what's that word? Like, when you see war and, um, yeah, the PTSD. Yeah, PTSD. Yeah, so he has yeah. that because. He, yeah. So he's he's freaked out. So I don't blame. He's a kid too. I don't blame yeah. him. But yeah, he's kind of annoying though. It's Compared to like, Carl, though, Carl was the same age when the whole thing started. Yeah, but no, but dude, Carl is Carl and is no longer. Here's, here's a child for a while. I think the the difference is when Carl was a child. Um, what's the partner's name? Um, Shane. Shane showed him how to use a gun and everything, and they were out in the field mm-hmm. where Sam is inside this Alexandria, Alexandria yeah. thing, and no guns, no, no nothing. Yeah, he lives but in no, peace. What it is, it's no exposure. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to expose people to the danger in order for them to realize that there's danger. One of my favorite things that this, ser- this, this season has done so far for Walking Dead is that there was a, a couple of times where Rick would, like... Like walkers would show up to to the Alexandria folk out of the wire, outside of the gate, and he'd be like, "No, let them deal with it. Let them kill them. Let them." The and then they would fail horribly because they have, but they have to be thrown into the deep end to get what the real fear is. Yeah. You know, it's like Michonne's speech uh, to I forgot that guy's name when they were running back. Uh, you got on. Yeah, yeah. Who does she run with? The guy with the glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the black guy with the glasses. Yeah. When they're running back away from the... From the from oh, the yeah, okay, okay. I forgot the She explains to him the real... I forgot his name. The real first, the real issue. It's like, you've gone on supply runs, you've gone on this, but until you've been covered in so much blood that you don't know if it's yours or there, like, you know, until you've really been in this situation to know how bad it could be, you don't know how bad it is. You know, yeah. it's this realization Speaking that a lot of... Speaking of being covered in blood, I really like to talk about Glenn. 
Did you catch up to that point? No, but my brother already killed it for me. <laughs> So the fan theories, it's it's your fault, dang it. (laughs) So the fan theories are correct. Glenn did survive by crawling under the... I knew it. I had that. I knew it. I knew it. And I'm so happy. And I'm glad Nicholas is dead. Yeah. (laughs) No, I just thought, you know what? And when our our other co-host, Marlon... He called us, what do you call us, Team Delusional? Team de- but not this time. No, yeah, we were not right this, this time. time. No, I think a lot of people would protest if Glenn died. Like, a lot of people, like, they say they would leave the show, but I doubt, I doubt it. I doubt it, but... You have to give these guys a good death. And and if Glenn were to die at the dumpster like that, that was, it's all a fluke. He doesn't go out heroically. And that's the thing that got me angry. Well, that's the reality of it. Like, you don't expect them to be heroes. Sometimes they just die because it's reality. Well, it's not reality, but it's the reality of the Walking Dead world that, you know, oh, he, he was killed because of this stupid person. I mean, we've seen a lot of people die because of a stupid person. Yeah. But this is a stupid person Glenn tried to help. Glenn yeah. helps. That's what Glenn does. Yeah. You know, if you have to stack him up on a video game, his, his, his charisma points are up to up to here because he, that's what he does he helps people um, and this guy was somebody who was trying to help he could not because this guy yeah. was just uh, gone just a loser yeah um, but yeah no and they make a, a show a point on the show like the, the, the more beloved the character the bigger the death mm-hmm. and that was I was just the whole time I was like that's not a death fitting Glenn like yeah. at all have you guys read the comics? I have I have read okay. the comics I'm, I haven't read as far as where the show's I guess at at this point. Yeah. But I also know that he doesn't die that way. Well, in the comics doesn't die that way. Well, in the comics, um, well, I think I think this is not a spoiler because He's they not, just everyone passed. Everyone knows it. No, no, Negan, no. Negan is is, gonna be, is coming. Well, Negan's coming. Yeah. Like they cast him already. Uh, who, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Um, so they cast him already. He's such a good guy. Yeah, he's so good. So Correct, good. He's a comedian in uh in Watchmen. Yeah, he's also, I think he's also going to be Bruce Wayne's dad in Batman v Superman. Yes. That's him in the trailer, right? Yeah, but I don't, yeah, see, I how, I don't see how big that role is going to be. I don't think it's going to be a big role. I think it's so, going to be a flashback. And then sometimes it's going to be, it's gonna be a quick little... <laughs> but, it's, but, but even when they do, I don't know what movies do that, where it's a yeah. quick little flashback, but they take the time yeah. because of the importance of the role. Mm-hmm. It's like Bruce Wayne's father is a, is a persona molding character. He creates Bruce Wayne based on either the loss of him and also the way he was The fact that they get an actor with some kind of gravity behind him. I mean, because Bruce Wayne's dad was the Watchman, so he's able to pass down that kind of thing to his son. Not the same show. Not the same show. Not the same. Not the same. But if Arrow and Flash can be in one place, then... No, it's... it's that's, Two different boats. But Zack Snyder is directing, he directed Watchmen <laughs> and he's directing Batman. Once again, Superman. two totally different. You're doing that thing again. You know, well, here's the thing. Same, speaking of the same director, J.J. Abrams did Star Trek. He's doing Star Wars. And in his Star Trek films, you do see R2-D2 in one of the shots. So. And Star Trek is going to be shown during the, uh, in the previews. The trailer. On the trailer. The, the trailer. I know, dude. We were talking about this the other day. What do you think? What does it mean to be a trailer before a movie like Star Wars? Star Wars, we've we, we talked about this. It's an American It means it'll be seen. It'll be seen. It'll be seen. It's yeah. all about marketing. It will be seen by everyone. <laughs> it's kind of Because JJ's producing yeah. it, so of yeah. course. Yeah. It's the next best thing to airing an ad on the Super Bowl. Yeah. Shoot, this, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing the numbers after the Super Bowl. Oh my God. Makes more. Yeah. You know what, though? With, okay, so Star Wars is coming out, and I feel so bad for the movies that are going to come out along with it. With Alvin and the Chipmunks. You ready to order? Um, 
Do you mind if I eat while I record? No, go ahead. Yeah, go for it. Um, I'm going to get a turkey Swiss on rice, please. Okay, now... Uh, Is that a... Am I... You could get a turkey sandwich. That sounds really healthy. Yeah, to it, but the, the, the turkey... That Swiss on rye is just Swiss... It's a grilled cheese sandwich, oh. Swiss and rye. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I know, because it's a classic sandwich. Right? Right, right. In that case... You want to get the tur- grilled turkey sandwich with Swiss? I'm just going to get a burger. Cheese? This place is called Pie and Burgers. So. Right. Yes, cheese. You want Swiss cheese on that? Yes, please. And let me get... Uh, okay, let me do it like this. Yeah. It comes with lettuce, sauce, and pickle. Do you want all those on there? Yes. Tomatoes? Yes. Onions? Everything. Everything. Wait, Growing no onions. It? No onions. It's amazing here. Okay. Pie and Burgers um, is really good again. Fries, potato salad, macaroni <laughs> salad? Uh, potato salad. Fries or macaroni salad? Or you can get a little tiny um, side of chili? Let me get macaroni salad. Macaroni salad? I already have fries, so... Okay. Anything um, to drink? Let me get a Diet Coke. Got it. How Do you guys have a website, or are you on Twitter? Yeah, we are on Twitter. I'll get all that information okay, for you. Okay, cool. Okay. Awesome. All right. Thank How you. about for you? You're welcome. I just have water right now. That's it. I'm in the... In the middle? Okay. How about for you? Uh, I'm good right now. Okay. Okay. I don't want to be like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just turn into a walker. Gorilla, I know. Gorilla recorded. It's voice. like talking about. It's like, oh yeah, and I, I love this. Oh, well, <laughs> I love this, you guys. Okay, so Star Trek and Star Wars. Yeah. No, I feel yeah. bad about every other movie. Opening. Every other because Alvin and Chipmunks is opening that same weekend. So, what is that movie? Sister and Amy Poehler's Sister. But did you see their Wait, Star sisters Wars embrace ad. the fact that they're? Yeah. <laughs> did you see that? No, they, I haven't spoof, seen it. They ad. spoofed the whole Star Wars Force Awakens thing, and it's just brilliant. So do you remember that? Okay, that trailer that it wasn't a trailer; it was like a six-minute vignette. Yeah. That Abrams came out with. Yeah, talking yeah. about the scenes. Yeah, I've seen, like yeah, I've seen all the. They did one for sisters, as if it was Star Wars. <laughs> the same music or something. And it was hilarious because they fully embraced the fact that nobody is interested in sisters <laughs> that day. And here's the thing: I love Tina Fey and Amy Poehler; they're hilarious. Yeah. I want to see wanna sisters. Answer. That's why they did I'm hashtag you can see both. Yeah, like the whole hashtag is a hashtag you can see both. It's, you get it. You can catch see the both. 10 o'clock show of sisters. Yeah, they're like, watch the 7 o'clock of Star Wars, catch the 10 o'clock. Nobody will be in there. You'll be fine. Like, I just thought it was super hilarious. Okay, yeah. well, I, I want to ask you guys about Star Trek versus uh, uh, Star Wars with the marketing. Okay. Um, right now, the whole country, we're all talking about Star Wars. Star Wars, everything. All the retailers are about Star Wars. But with Star Trek, not a peep. Nothing except this new trailer that'll come out. Well, right is that now, worrisome right now for Star Wars? I, I start, look, look at me. I'm about to, I, I was trying to say Trek. He's not even. He's not even, he's not even a Star Wars fan. He started I'm a Trekkie, off as a, I'm a hardcore Trekkie. But JJ convinced me when he released the first trailer for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So now I'm on the bandwagon. But so you're you're on the I'm worried about Star Trek. Then it's gonna fade. Well, the fact that it's not hot right now, I'm okay with. Because it's a Star Wars season right now. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a year of the Star Wars. Yeah. But think back to when the 2009 was coming out. Was the hype for 2009 J.J. Abrams reboot as big as what Star Wars is getting right now? I think, do, do you I, think so? I think there's a difference because Star Wars... <laughs> okay, let's be honest. The, the last three movies were crap. What are you talking about? I don't understand. The prequels. What? Huh? <laughs> Who? Oh, yeah. They for some people, that just don't exist. Yeah. Like, and then knowing that J.J. Abrams, who has resurrected, even though he didn't resurrect, I mean, the other ones were old school, Star Trek were really good, um, mm-hmm. but he brought back Star Trek. And so people had hope that, you know, you're my only hope that, you know, he, he would bring back Star Wars and make it proud. And especially since... 
he did Star Trek, he did a good job on Star Trek, but he wasn't a fan. He did it as a director's point of view. Yeah. But he's a huge fan of Star Wars, so of course he's going to put all his energy and, and, and his fanboyism into it. So I feel like that that hypes people up too, because it's like you you brought back this franchise, you're going to bring back this other franchise that sucked before. <laughs> like it was amazing, then it sucked, and then now it's like you're bringing it back to us like the way it should be. Yeah. And you're bringing ev- all the old school people. That's the amazing thing. That's the thing. The yeah. Fact that, the fact that Abrams has that kind of, you know, it, like Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg was brought on to uh, to the cast, not the cast, a little bit of the cast, but and he's brought on not as a actor but as a consultant. Because I mean, the fact that a, 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 for no other reason than the fact that he's a well-respected writer as well as a geek, mm-hmm. there is a certain level of respect that you can tell Abrams is treating uh, Star Wars with. Uh, the same level of respect, even though he wasn't a fan of Star Trek, the same level of respect he gave Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right, it gives fans hope. Because this is... this is It gives them a new hope. Yes. Uh, a newer uh, hope. Yes. <laughs> I see what you did there. Nice. <laughs> no, and Kathleen Kennedy, I mean, she she really put her all in this. I love that woman. Yeah, she She put everything into that. No, she's a boss. Yeah, and, the, and like... Yeah, just girl power. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of girl power, I love the way they're characterizing the new Star Wars. With Ray seems to be the lead. She seems to be the carrier of the torch, you know. And you have um, Boyega, uh, the ex stormtrooper. Spoilers, you know. <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty well established. She yeah. takes off a stormtrooper cowl. I just love it. It's amazing. No, I mean, there's there's there's, there's so many. It, it's funny, there's so many classical aspects to the Star Wars right now that so many people are just like so happy about, but there's so many new things sneaking in there that I don't think a lot of people realize that it's going to be really, really good. Yeah. Um, obviously, um, obviously, it's going to have a more modern pacing. Because if you look at some of the old ones, you know, I love the original trilogy as much as everybody. When you watch A New Hope, it's like... <sighs> a little slow. Um, my brother even had a hard time. He was like, Andy, I want the kids to get into Star Wars before the movie comes out. I was like, yeah, show them all the movies. And the, order, the correct order is four, five, six, one, two, three. And he was just like, I'm worried that they're gonna just be bored about part from A New Hope. And I was like, that's a legit concern. And that's the point of this new film is to bring in new fans yeah. uh, that might not otherwise check out the previous movies, like me. That's true. I did watch all of them. Well, I feel like it's it's for the new fans, and it's as it's for. It's in like majority of the people. If you look at how ma- how much people spend on Star Star Wars stuff, it's mainly middle aged people, like from between thirty to like fifty. Like all that's of a sudden, the, that's the age range for all age range all for of all the kids got money. Yeah. What's your, what's your Twitter? I'm gonna go get it for okay. you right now. Yeah. All of a sudden, these kids grew up and got money now. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's to appease both of them. Like Abrams is like, I'm doing this for the fanboys, but I want to introduce it for your gen- the kids' generations. Who- oh yeah, no, yeah. and there's kids now excited about it who have never seen the original. They just grew up on Rebels or uh, Clone Wars or God forbid the prequels. Mm-hmm. You know, which I, I'm, I'm an apologist for the prequels. Though. I'll make an argument that it did do something right. Uh, not many. It was for kids, so it I- kind of was. Yeah, you can you can tell off the bat. But yeah, no, but Star Trek didn't have this momentum that Star Wars has. And they're both considered, I guess you would call them American icons. Um, 
why did Star Trek not have what Star Wars had? It's because it's owned by two different licensees. Okay. Paramount owns the films. CBS owns the TV shows and the products. Oh. And so if they wanted a new product, they have to get approval. So if Abrams, like the Paramount people, wanted to make products, they have to get approval from CBS. If, um, so that's why you don't see a lot of products going on because you need to get a lot of approval and a licensee. There's more pro- there's more of a process to be done yeah, in order to more get process. stuff out. With as Disney, a, it's like it's the Disney it's a machine. It's a machine. Yeah. Disney yeah. is like out, 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 out. But with CBS, it's like oh, if we have to do something from the JJ Abrams verse. We have to get approval from Paramount and yeah, vice versa. I, oh wow! See, I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's, that's what you get when you talk to somebody who's actually in the business. Yeah. No, and and um, with. Like, I'm a hardcore Trekkie, too, so I'm like, Ugh. And, um, I mean, CBS is going to have a, eventually, a new show. it's going to have a new show in 2017. Yes. I'm nervous about it. Do we have any idea about the show? Is this no. going to take place in the Abramsverse? We don't know. They haven't, they this... haven't released any details. We just know that it's going to be uh, run by Alex Kurtzman, who's the other half of the writing team that wrote the first two Star Trek films of the modern, of the what JJ you, What do you guys want to see out of this show? Do you want a continuation of the original timeline, or do you want an Abramsverse? No, I don't want an Abrams verse because I I, I think you want original timeline. I want I want it to be a whole new a whole new show but a different timeline. Are we talking Titan or are we talking Titan is uh, Riker Riker, Riker ship, and yeah. Troy. Yeah, I love. But then there's the, yeah. It would, it would I love Jonathan. Although they could recast, yes. they could recast. I feel like yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like they should that. have like the gener- generation after them. Yeah. Okay. Because oh. that so way, next, that next way, generation. it's like. Admiral Riker can come oh, visit, yeah. Admiral, you know, and it, and it, it's kind of. I want it to be kind of like how um, Girl Meets World kind of does it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'll reference, but I'll go. It's Riker's children. Yeah, it's like someone's kids Wesley's or someone who followed their. Yeah, I mean, Will is still active in the acting world and, and the geek world, so yes. we could totally do. They should no. turn him into a Borg. <laughs> That's your answer to everything. No, and, and so yeah, I mean that 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 kind of stuff. Now, don't get me wrong. I think visually it will have some Abrams inspiration. Oh sure. Yeah. Uh, but do you think Did CBS you like is willing to um, to try? Because they, they 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 made bank on. They did so good with Abrams. Do you think they're willing to go back to something that at the time felt kind of stagnant? It may not be for Abrams. May not be Abrams because Abrams is still Paramount, mm-hmm. and CBS is a TV series, and they own the TV rights. So if they wanted to take anything from the Abrams verse, they have to get approval. But what about like visual style and stuff like that? With that, oh, visual style that's, that's different. Not you can't really copyright a style. Yeah. But yeah. it's like the, the the certain looks and stuff. Yeah. What would you hope for? Would you hope that they would adopt the sleek uh, look of the TNG stuff or the more retro futuristic stuff of the JJ verse? I'm a TNG girl. I like yeah. the old school stuff. I'm I'm a hardcore TNG. Like Same I still here. watch it. BBC airs it all the Picard time. Picard is so. superior <laughs> to all. Yes. Yeah. Although, although I'm not gonna lie, I had a there's a weird place in my heart for Enterprise. Okay. Which I know was not a lot of people's favorites because they had a real hard time doing the the retro technology, mm-hmm. going back without Archer. going too far forward. Yeah. I liked Archer though. I liked the our character of Archer. I liked that they were dealing with problems 
by themselves. There was no Starfleet. There yeah. was no backup. There was no well, there was Starfleet in, the, in a very minimal sense. The beginning, yeah. It was very beginning. They had no prime directive. They literally had to learn languages on the flight. Like it was something about that pioneering thing. I really like. Now they also had some separate storylines about the end of the world and something like that, which is. But it was also, a, if you think about it, it's a pretty boneheaded way of doing things. Of you don't have a federation. You don't have language, software, or whatever, and you're just going to send them well, out on like a spaceship. it's like doing Fear the Walking Dead before, before, after you've done the Walking Dead. Yeah, so it is. It, it's like, you kind of are like, oh, In your head, you're like, well, why would they just do why this? Why aren't you like, doing this? <laughs> you know, but I, but there was a certain uh, retro charm to 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 uh, Enterprise that I wouldn't mind seeing. And there's so many different ways they can go with yeah. the, with the, with the new uh, with the new Star Trek show. I'm just happy there is one, even talks of one, of a new show, of a new, new show. Oh, yeah, everyone's been waiting. Out. Everyone's been waiting for something like like. Because there's so many, there's so many web series like people have done yes. based off Star Trek, and so I mean it's about time that CBS actually did something. And they were just kind of sitting on it for a while. Yeah. Uh, much, yeah. Much like, much like uh, uh, George Lucas was, he was just sitting on the property for so many years before he did anything with it. And then when he did do something with it, it was horrible. I think all the the, the Star Wars hype maybe got CBS to pay attention. To decide, we got to do something with this. So you don't think it was the 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 movies, the new movies that that kind of did it? Well, they would have done it by now. You know what I mean? That's uh, true. Yeah. Well, well they're many? waiting till JJ's verse is done. They're probably waiting till like all that's done. Now, like, there's no more movie coming out. So let's focus on the TV show. It won't confuse new fans. Yeah, I mean, it's been in talks forever to have a, another Star Trek. Like, the show. Like, was, you hear it, like, you yeah. hear gossip and all that stuff, and then it never, it falls through, so now we finally have the announcement, official announcement saying they're going to do it. Yeah, and if you look at some of the behind-the-scenes stuff for any of the Star Trek DVDs and like that, there's always, there was, like, at any given point, there's always talks of a new show. After the original series, there was talks of another show in the 70s, during the 80s, when next, it turned into Next Generation, during the late 90s, before Voyager came out, they had a whole other... Yeah, exactly, DS9. DS9, actually, I just watched, finished watching all of it, like, a year ago. Oh my gosh, it was so good. I'm still stuck on season two. Get past season two! You have, you have, uh, season two? You have five more seasons to go. No, but he has a hard time getting through season two because it's, it's a different There's vibe. a reason why... Get to, get to the Dominion War, it gets yeah. so good. There's a reason why at every con, Marina Sirtis says DS9 is boring. <laughs> I agree with her. Because she's... TNG? Because she's repping the squad. That's all it is. <laughs> hey, man, it's all one big happy family. You know, I, I love Kiko O'Brien. And that... I, oh, I, she was awesome. Yeah, because she's the only Asian character right. in Star Trek. <laughs> I mean, there's, like, minor characters, but she was, like, one of the recurring characters, so... For me, I'm like, I'm going to watch these nine because I want to see what happens with Molly and... Little half Japanese, half a half Irish girl. Yes. See how her life turns out. Yeah, I love Kong, so I was like, I have to watch them. So, um, as we wind down the conversation, um, Laura, what are you looking forward to as far as new uh, film, TV, or other nerd stuff coming out? Uh, other than Star Wars, that's coming out in like a few days. It's literally guys. a given at this point. This is like, ah! Two weeks. No, ten days. Ten days. Don't even say oh, that. Days. Two weeks. Oh, ten days. Bite your tongue. Um, other than that, um, I mean, other than the Marvels, oh, Civil War, yeah. Oh my gosh, Civil oh, War. Um, Civil War, and now Civil War is taking, they're taking a, an alternate route. They're not going direct comic. 
No, they can't. They, can't. they can't. It's a whole different thing. Yeah, but, I mean, but do you think they can still? I mean, they pulled it off with Ultron because Ultron the comic is a much different. Well, they don't own them. They don't own the other half of Marvel. Disney doesn't like X Men. You need mutants yeah. for that to work out. Yeah. Though. I mean, they got Spider Man, which is a big piece of the puzzle. Yeah. But they need. They need the other half. Yeah, that's why they have to change it. It's called something else. I, I, I wrote about it. I totally forgot. Um, yeah, they change it, but it's the same, basically the same thing. But it's mainly focusing on real French and Bucky and and um, Bucky and Cap and and Iron Man. Full disclosure: Who's heart broke when when that that he's my friend Sodio. So was I. So was I. Who had a grown-up heartbreak at that moment? I did. I did. <laughs> no, not really. Nope. No. Okay. Cool. Hey, not everybody's uh, human. <laughs> you, could, uh, you could you could be the soulless machine you want to be all you want. That here's why. I always thought Iron Man never needed friends. It's like I'm Tony Stark. You know. Yeah, but that therein lies the vulnerability. Okay. Okay. He's hurt. No, you know what though? Like. Robert Downey Jr. Like, not Robert Downey, sorry. Iron Man, because he is Rob, played by Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> he is Iron Man. Um, he's really good at emotions. So it, 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 him saying it, it just broke me down. Because the thing is, honestly, Tony Stark and Steve Rogers are not really good friends. No. They, don't, they, they, yeah, they make fun of each other. They, they fought at the last one. It's like, you almost destroyed the world by building this thing. And they really, just, they really honestly don't get along. It's like they're just acquaintances. So, but... And like if if um, Tony Stark was to say it in a different light, I'm like, oh well, so was I. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have felt anything. But because um, like Robert Downey Jr. did that emotional face and just gave me that the best acting job, it's like, oh. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of, I, I actually kind of disagree because I think they were friends, but that's the way Tony Stark has friends. Huh? He's he's a geniuses are, 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 are traditionally kind of odd. So odd you're saying he's like a Sherlock? I, I think he maybe it's that, that was his way of having a. For all he knew, he felt like that was his being like that. We're friends, even though we argue, but you know, it's not perfect. But in Tony Stark's mind, that's that's as close as Tony Stark's ever gonna get. Well, it's different with War Machine. Him and they're like this. That's true. Oh, so that's if you true. think about so his relationship, yeah, because if you think about it, like he has a close relationship. Like I love you, bud. Like da da da. And and then with Pepper, who's his best friend slash like future everything. Yeah, friends like, before they were yeah. Yeah, they, they were friends, and he was jokey, but he always like showed he cared. But with Captain, it was kind of like suck it up, like you know, yeah. like. Like ooh, language, ha ha ha. <laughs> like it never, it was never the same closeness. So I could see why Cat chose Bucky because oh yeah, yeah. That, that friendship was more sincere. Cause like it's like with with, with Cap and Iron Man, it's kind of like hey hey, what's up? We gotta save the world. All right, teamwork. Yeah. yeah. Like colleagues, work buddies, and then with like so I could see. And, and not to mention the other angle yeah. with Cap. I mean, as far as Cap's in, in Cap's mind, his friend just came back from the dead. The one connection he has to his original life, because mm-hmm. Cap is a man out of time. I always feel bad for the dude. He's a soldier. So, soldier life is kind of lonely sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say that from experience. And you know, he's he's also superhuman, so that's kind of lonely. Do you say that from experience as well? <laughs> Can't tell you over the air. <laughs> then my secret would be explaining my mind. We're, we're, okay, I've okay. said too much now. Um, so he's got so many factors that alienate him from the modern world. Uh, superhero, soldier, um, you know, obviously was born over a hundred years ago. Uh, and so he has this one connection to his old life now. He's got to fight tooth and nail for that, especially because it's his friend. I mean, imagine, I mean, when he went to go see, oh, most heartbreaking scene in Winter Soldier, when he went to go visit Peggy. 
I was like, oh, why are you doing this to my feels right now? It was for me. So I was thinking about when, when Kevin Spacey visits that old lady with the dog in uh, Superman Returns. Do you remember Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor trying to like get it on with this old lady because she has all the money and he needs money now that he's out of prison and yeah. he wants to take over the world? I'm gonna go ahead and go with no on that one, there, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> this is totally different concept. No, no, but I mean that it, it's just it's. I, I feel for you know, and that's the thing. When everybody, the question's gonna start popping up in the next couple months. What side are you on? Are you with Iron yeah. Man or are you with Cap? I'm with Cap. Well, everyone's, honestly, everyone's with Cap unless they're obsessed with Iron Man. That's the only, like, if, There's a lot of people. <laughs> no, no, there's people who are obsessed with Iron Man. Like, they've just, Iron Man's my favorite. So, of course, they're gonna side with them. Like, it, I mean, it's called Captain America yeah. Civil War. <laughs> Captain America. Does that mean it's he's gonna Iron. win? Is that a spoiler in the title? Yeah. Not necessarily. I wouldn't be surprised if, if the MCU oh. takes a. Takes a chance and maybe Cap loses it. Okay. Or, or he runs. He's on the run. Or he's yeah. He's no longer the Stars and Stripes guy everybody loves. Well, there has been behind the scenes talk of Chris Evans. Yeah. Leaving. Not for a while. He said he won't leave for a while. He's pretty. Oh. He's pretty he, happy. He keeps telling people why like, did they offer him Why do people money? want me to die? I'm good. I'm gonna stay. I'm not Harrison Ford <laughs> in the '70s. I'm good. You know, it, it's 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 a very interesting uh, it's a very interesting world that the. Marvel Cinematic Universe has earned. Mm-hmm. I think they've earned they've earned the ability to do what they feel like on this yeah. one. Yeah, and the Russo brothers, they, they have a knack for it. They're like last movie, like even like what's it called? Uh how it should have ended or the other one, um honest trailers. They oh, couldn't yeah. find I'm a problem with it. Trailer. They couldn't find a problem with the with the Seriously guys, we're reaching here. We don't have much. Yeah. Really good movie. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was just so well made. Yeah, and so I feel like this one's gonna be really well made because the Russo brothers have they have a, like an element, like they, they have this whole thing planned out. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, so, so okay, Civil War, that was a tangent. Anything else you're excited about? I was excited for Batman versus Superman until I saw the trailer. Really? I mean, until you watched the movie? <laughs> okay, what happened to you when you saw the trailer? I mean, I was excited when I saw Ben Affleck because I'm a Affleck fan. Like, I love Ben. I'm I'm warming up a lot to him. He that little banter between yeah. them is so good. Yeah, I just I just I just love him as a in general as an actor. Like, his all his his problems in his personal life, whatever. But he's such a good actor. He's a, and like, um, yeah. So when I saw it and I saw him interact with Clark Kent, like, that's why. Okay, <laughs> I saw him interact with Clark Kent. I was like. Oh, cool! They're interacting, and it's like you can feel the harshness between the two. And I'm like, this is kind of apparent. Like, this is kind of obvious. Like, what you guys are doing. Yeah. And then, um, with with um, Lex. Lex Luthor, um, yeah, he uh, his, he's another story. Kind of. And then and then um, when they were showing the action scenes, it looked like I was playing Arkham. <laughs> oh. Not necessarily that's, a bad thing. That's why I have a problem because yeah. I was like, it looks like I'm playing Arkham, and at the end, like, what the, like, what the heck? Where did Wonder Woman come from? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I was just like, is she with you? And I'm like, oh god, it's gonna be one of those. It's like, don't get shoemakery on me. Like, I just felt like the the trailer kind of because I'm excited about it when I saw the previews, like the pre yeah, pre yeah. pre one, yeah. and I was like, oh my god, it's gonna be so good. Do you feel the trailer gave away too much? Yeah, I felt like I, I was watching the most important parts of the movie, so when you watch the movie, it's like everything was in the trailer. And you're saying what you did see, you didn't like. Yeah, like the fight seems like CGI. Like the first Man of Steel, super CGI. Yeah. Like super oh, yeah. CGI. Like I felt like, oh, I'm playing the video game. Kind of like 
like it, it was like I was playing the video game, and when I saw Batman move on the corner, I was like, I'm playing Arkham right now. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, why not right. just go home and play Arkham? Yeah, yeah like he, Arkham has a great storyline. I just like, like, oh, I'm just going to watch the storyline. Trying story to get all trophies. <laughs> Stupid with the trophies. Like, did you, <laughs> did you not feel that? Because I, I don't know, I, I felt I, like, meh. I, I understand, you know, and I make the argument to these guys why he went so big with the trailer. Um, I think he had to. I think he had to show off what, what, he's, what, what the movie has to offer compared to the Marvel Universe. Um... I'm holding out that maybe there's some stuff he did hold back mm-hmm. that we don't know about, so I can't wait. It's going to be the life of surprise. They already have my money. Uh, yeah. So it's, you know, I'm, I'm more hopeful for the, for, the, for the character interactions, but I, do, I, I definitely agree with some of the stuff you're saying. Like some of the, some of the superhero interactions I'm worried are going to come off as... Surprisingly enough, kind of campy and a dark pretty. You know, for me though, I needed this trailer because when they were announcing all these uh, characters that are coming into this, you know, Wonder Woman, uh, um, Aquaman, and The Flash. The Flash, yeah. I'm like, how is this going to work? This is turning into some kind of. Some kind of Saturday morning cartoon, and yeah. this is this is not the way the DC cinematic universe has been set up. There, the grounded, DC TV universe took, took some time to set up. They're, they're realistic. Um, it's the whole Christopher Nolan factor, which I love. And this trailer showed me, okay, this is going to work out. It's not going to turn into, hopefully, you know, <laughs> the Schumacher exactly. No, so there, there, I think there's some a lot of pluses and, and negatives in this one. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see how it unfolds. Yeah, like I love Zack Snyder, so I like his password, and like, <laughs> and so I'm hopeful. Like, Wait, I'm hopeful. what? That's your password? <laughs> What? No, no. His past work. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, overall, I'm excited. I'm still not completely sold though. Yeah, I, 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 it, I think it must be hard because first, Civil War showcased on Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. and then two weeks later, it's uh, Batman. Yeah, what's up with Jimmy Kimmel? Where's he getting this hookup from? I, well, ABC, I get it. I don't know how. Oh, because Ben Affleck is like best friends. That's right. That's they're right. Best, they're best friends. They're uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. That's right. <laughs> No, no wonder that makes sense. Yeah. That, 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 no, 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 no. I'm like I just thought about it right now. I'm like they're besties, Ben Affleck. Makes sense. I, I mean, they're gonna get my money because I love Ben Affleck. Yeah, like, that's fair. I mean, my, my bank account is already set up. Yeah, for, for this I have movie. a Ben Affleck account. Like, yeah. Argo and all this movies. Like I love so, him. So, Laura, where can uh, where can our listeners find you and all the great work you do? Um, Nerdreactor.com. Um, I also write for Red Carpet Report and uh, I, I contribute to Legion of Leia. Yeah. Um, great by Jenna Bush and um, but yeah, but Nerdreactor.com. That's my main site that I write for and I work on. So yeah, we do watch our videos. We do lots of great cosplay videos. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You guys did the one at Kamikaze, which made me feel like, where were they? Where was I? Wait, you guys were there? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, they did a couple yeah. really good ones. Oh. We've, done, we've done a lot. We're like, we go to every convention and we do a, a music video. So how would one, say, host of a certain <laughs> podcast get on said video if he has a solid red sun green lantern? That he worked on for a long Just time. Just find us, and we'll we'll totally. Yeah. We'll How do we you know. find you guys? You can tweet us, and we'll okay. like we'll like one of us like whoever. We're always on. Um, one of our our main video guy is always on Twitter. He's in charge of it. So. Nice, he's, nice. Like, and what to find you guys? And what, what is the Twitter handle? At Where? Nerd Reactor. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, uh, Facebook. 
um, yeah, so we're always just updating. All over, the all over. <laughs> just all the social media, and um, we're working on Snapchat. We're just one of one of our writers needs to figure out who's going to do it. Nice, <laughs> fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming out, and spending time with us. No, thank you guys for having me. It's really yeah. fun. And uh, Ronald, I guess you get now you're free to go ahead and kill this burger. Oh uh, yeah, it's been sitting here. So Pine Burger, here Pasadena. At Pine Burger Pasadena. We still don't know what their Twitter handle is, so, yeah, so <laughs> unfortunately, at Pine Burger. We, at, at Pine Burger. Uh, I'm like some random guy's gonna be like, why am I getting all these tweets? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> My name's Steve Pine Burger. I'd like to know why I'm getting these random tweets. It's kind of like that John Lewis guy. Um, have you heard of the story? No. There's a John Lewis department store in London, in in the UK, um, and it's John Lewis department store, and they have they have the best like advertisements for Christmas and like emotional and people always write they always write at John Lewis this is emotional this is the best <laughs> that, that actually belongs to a guy in Ohio oh, or no. Indiana um, I didn't do and he writes he writes thank you but you are looking for a John Lewis department like <laughs> and like every year and like and people have been preparing for him to respond like and he's the most patient guy where he goes yeah, yeah thank you like I, I wish I, I wish I had some part in it and then like <laughs> I also appreciate the stuff that they have put together. It's very <laughs> yeah, good. It looks really good to this year. Thank you so, much. so every year he's prepared. Nice, nice. Awesome. Well, again, okay. thank you so much for making no, some no. time for us. Yeah, thank and, you so uh, much. We'll be seeing you around, uh, hopefully, yeah. so I can pop into a. Yeah, the different cons. Sweet uh, cosplay music video. Yeah. Are you going to go to Star Wars on the 17th? Yes. Which theater? Chinese. No, Chinese Man. Oh, you got we, it. We were, we were going for that, but we couldn't get in, so we went, we, we went we ended to up at downtown Disney. Yeah, we're at downtown Disney. Oh, that's even better, too. I'm kind of I'm super psyched about it. I'm super psyched about the crowd. <laughs> I'm going to buy me a lightsaber. No, well, they get there. Are you going to the what? concert, too? There's a concert? Oh, I am now. What? Yes. In, what? Da- in what downtown, this? there's some kind of like event going on. I'm, I'm sure that whole city's just going to be popping. Yeah, but they're giving, you buy like, Take it down, you bring lightsabers and send me a whole bunch of lightsabers and play music. Just get together. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, we'll see you guys all there. Again, this is uh, Andy and Ronald with the Total Podcast, Total Conversations. Turn on the light. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? A Total with Laura Sericol from nerdreactor.com.